before Kellen comes on, which she'll be on in a sec, what should we what should we tell the audience about how fit she was beforehand? I mean, I think she was ready to, you know, be right up there to the front as well. Like she was crushing everything. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm a little more naive on terms of how what women's workouts mean to race performance, but yeah, she was crushing. She was crushing. Well, here she is. We'll have her on now. We're going to take her through this thing. Once she connects here to her audio, she's muted right now, but she'll be on in a sec. Can you hear us? Yeah. Hey, Kellen. Hi. How excited are you to talk about this marathon, Kellen? I mean, I didn't really enjoy the race itself, so. It was, it was a crazy day. So Scott and I were talking about how um, – how nuts it was when you guys got on the bus and went out there and what was the vibe like in the church? What were you thinking when you were sitting in there in the church getting ready to go out and all this? I mean, I think that both Scott and I still had a pretty level head about it. Um, it was nuts, but I don't think that at least I wasn't really prepared for what was to come. Um, I guess you could say that maybe I was a little bit naive going into the race, like thinking like, oh yeah, whatever. You know, I grew up in Wisconsin, I've ran in, you know, below zero weather many, many times and been fine. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. It was, it was pretty chaotic. Every, the whole entire day was pretty chaotic. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'll never forget it. <laughs> well, before we get into the play-by-play -play of what happened once the race got going for you, let's, let's go back in time. I, I've certainly done this. It's, it's really a, a a moot point and a sort of a <clears throat> stupid thing to do because it just makes you mad at yourself. But um, if you could go back, what would you have worn? Not what I did. Um, <laughs> what did you wear and what would you have worn? Um, well, I basically just had on my, my regular uniform. So like my short shorts and my crop top, and then I had a long sleeve shirt on over top of that and my regular hat and gloves and um, a little ball cap or a cap that John Hancock had given us for, um, from like our race packet. And that was it. Um, I think definitely if I would have, I, I would change things if I could. Um, I would have worn a waterproof coat, maybe tights, um, probably would have layered up maybe to an unnecessary level. Um, you can always, you can shed clothes, but you can't put more clothes on. And I think that sometimes when we get into that race mentality, you kind of forget that and you know think that you have to kind of go out in your race you're like that's your uniform you have to wear that every single time but that's clearly not always the right choice and that was one of those days where you know it was not the right choice we definitely should have worn more um i took those off my son peter says my sunglasses were distracting him <laughs> in a text message but these are my oh, rudy projects oh nice um well played yeah. <laughs> so uh, let me ask you this we you, you mentioned it but i i do think we learned from it is that why you wore then i know the answer to this but is that why we wore the jacket then at the at the start of the trials race a few weeks ago it is um you know i think i still have a little bit of ptsd from uh this boston race you know like it was just unbelievable um but yeah, I didn't want to go into that race and the weather wasn't that bad before the trials, but I didn't want to go into the race and 
really be cold to any degree. Um, and I knew that wearing the jacket, which Steph and Alephine wore their long sleeves, but I chose to wear the jacket because I wear a hat. And for me, it would have been harder to take something off over my head than it was to unzip. Um, so yeah, that was why I wore that. Yeah, our advice there to everybody is, or what the kind of strategy we take now is, because the marathon is so long, it's not like a mile where you're running as hard as you can for four or five minutes um, and you get very warm. Um, in the marathon, it's so long, you're not starting out at this crazy fast pace, particularly you guys that day, Kellen, the women started out very slowly. So your body temperature doesn't uh, shoot up like it does in a shorter, really fast race. And so the what we do now is we think to ourselves, okay, if this was a long workout on Lake Mary Road, what would we wear? And oftentimes it's, well, we would layer up and then we would shed the layers. So we're just going to try to do the same thing in the race that we would do in that, uh, in that long workout. Scott, would you have wore uh, anything different? Yeah, definitely. Um, I completely agree with Kellen that like, I still didn't think it was going to be as bad as it was on the star line. I, I wore that kind of thin long sleeve that um, we have fully intending on taking it off at some point. I was just like, it's not gonna be that bad. Like I've never not worn my singlet across the finish line. You know, like I've never been in something where I needed to be this layered up. Like that was the most I've, I think I, Kel and I had very similar um, layering and that that's by far the most I've worn for a race. Um, okay. So let's yeah, I think yeah, let's look at this, Scott. Sorry to interrupt. Kellen, so what, what is this like here? Everybody's dancing around. It, it, is, are, are, people st are you starting to realize, oh, my God, this is way worse than I thought, or does that not happen until you get going? I mean, it didn't really happen until we started going because we warmed up outside. You know, we did our mile or so warm-up out there, and it was just kind of like, okay, well, this is going to be a day. I don't know, hopefully a good day, but it's going to be a day that you're definitely going to remember. Um, but – it wasn't really until the race started going that everything just started kind of just going crazy. Like it was just one of those things where like, I look back and it was like, look to my right, what's going on, look to my left, what the heck is happening? Like Serena Burla is running, grabbing like a plastic bag off the side of the road. And like, I don't know, it was chaos the whole entire yeah. day. Now you're, you're, you're friends with Des. H had you talked to her much uh, this morning at all? Or did you guys kind of uh, keep to yourselves? I think that nothing, nothing outside of more than like, I don't know, it's going to be crazy out there. Maybe it was the most that we had said. Um, yeah, nothing, nothing super extreme. Now, once it gets going, cause we're only, we're only going to have you on a few more minutes. Once it gets going here, then how long did it take for you to realize that you were possibly in some trouble physically? Um, you know, that's, that's a good question. I don't know if I really have an answer for that. Um, you know, the race started out pretty slow for the women. We didn't get moving and that could have been one of our problems. You know, we just didn't get to a pace where our bodies were having to work hard enough to really warm up. Um, I just know that when I was running, I was shivering the whole entire time. Like my teeth were chattering, um, the whole race. So yeah. I think that when you have that going on, obviously you're losing energy and you're not warming up when you're working really hard. Um, there's definitely going to be problems. Um, that, and then also paired with the fact that, I mean, it didn't really matter because I only made it 13 miles, but I couldn't grab my water bottles because my hands were so cold. Like I couldn't get the bottle open. I couldn't get fluids into me. Um, so, you know, maybe if I would have stayed in and could have finished then that would have become an issue but I don't know it was nuts. 
I think the other issue, and you'll see it here, is you guys don't, you guys start out at a jog. I think that really so hurt the women. You know, we'll talk about Scott's race later when it gets started, but the men started out kind of like bats out of hell. Uh, they took off like crazy, uh, thanks to Yuki, but you guys sort of did the thing where you felt each other out and you were kind of jogging along. And I think your temperature, your body temperature actually probably dropped because for you guys, this is such an easy pace that you start out at. Um, did you have any thought of, of, of getting going and getting moving a little bit more? I mean, I didn't, I think that it was kind of the same thing as like the dress, dress mentality. Like this is a championship style race and you just want to put yourself in a good position and preferably that's not you taking the lead super early in a marathon. Um, if I could go back and do it again, yeah, maybe I would do that, but I also would have worn more clothes as would most people that ran it. So, you know, lessons learned. I'm just watching this, Kellen, and I just can't believe how cold people look at the start. Serena didn't wear any. No wonder she had to uh, steal a plastic bag later. She doesn't have anything on top there. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, crazy. It was that's, madness. That's making me cold looking at it. Well, I remember talking. So Des has a jacket on. Uh, it's the mm -hmm. famous jacket, of course, that she won the race in. And uh, I was telling Scott that I was lifting weights with her husband that morning, and she was texting him, what should I wear? And I remember him telling her, just wear the jacket. You can always take it off. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, you know, she never took it off uh, because nobody took anything off. Uh, right. But it's just kind of funny knowing that that happened. I remember Scott telling me he doesn't need it. He runs hot. <laughs> I'm really glad I didn't have to drop out or else I would have never lift those words down. I run hot. That's what he said. Oh, my gosh. You guys are jogging. Kellen, it was so slow. It it's so, so slow. slow. Um, I do remember when I could see you. Um, let's see. Sorry. Okay. I'm just getting notes about the broadcast here. People are liking it, I think. Um, so when, when I saw you, I, I could tell you looked cold. I mean, I remember seeing you on Saturday when we were signing autographs or whatever. You were signing autographs and your lips were getting blue just that day. I think sometimes... I don't know how to say this delicately, but one, one of the things that happened with the pros as opposed to the masses, a couple of things. Number one, again, you guys are jogging here. This is so much slower than you can go. And I think the majority of the masses still go out at whatever pace they want to run. It's not a championship style race for them. So their body temperature rises a lot quicker than particularly the women's race uh, here. Um, also, you guys are just very lean people, you know, you're very, very fit. And um don't have the the body mass of someone like myself so um i just think that's why in my opinion the pros had such a higher dropout rate than the masses it's not because the pros were weak or not as tough as the masses i don't think that was it at all i just think science took over and like for you tell tell the uh viewers just how just what was happening to your body um, well, it just felt like it was kind of shutting down. You know, I remember that when I got to, I don't know, the 12 and a half mile mark or wherever it was that I was about to drop out, some guy was like kind of making the rounds to the course and like asked somebody else. He was like, are you like, are you okay escorting somebody off? And then he like asked me and most of the time, you know, this from like practice or from anything else, I would have just given you like this evil glare and just kept going but there really wasn't even an option it was just like no I'm not okay and basically I left the course um and ship continued to shiver for like the next hour 
um, covered in blankets and, you know, whatever else they had in the fire station. So I don't know. I think that there really wasn't a choice. Um, as far as I was concerned, I've went back, I've went back to it many times and I've always come to the same conclusion. Like, you know, I don't, maybe I could have made it a little bit further, but I wasn't going to finish that race. Yeah. Can I add to that real quick about the, the toughness involved and people being forced to drop out and whatnot? Like I've always, people have always said like about this race, it was the toughest people that did the best. And I think that's true to, to an extent, but like, some of the toughest people, Kellen being at the top of the list, were forced to drop out. Vale was forced to drop out. Kellen just ran, got eighth place at the Olympic trials on a broken leg. Like, there are some very, very tough people that were forced to drop out. It, like, exactly what Kellen just said. It, it wasn't a decision. And only you kind of know if you're somebody else in the race who was unable to finish, if it was a toughness thing or if it was, like, a, I'm, I'm in danger. And there's, there's a difference right. there. And sometimes you don't know the difference until – someone comes and asks like are you okay <laughs> yes so so now kellen you're in the um you're in the fire station you're shivering you've got blankets all over you are are you even aware of what's going on in the race do you even care i mean what when did you find out like for example that des won the race well i was in the fire station for a long time um so I did actually get to see the end of the race, um, like on the TV, because they have a TV there. But, you know, I went into the fire station. Basically, they covered me in like two coats and blankets and, you know, asked me, I don't know how many times if I wanted to go to the hospital. And I said no. Um, and eventually got warm. And, you know, they kept taking more people in because more people kept dropping out. So we kind of had this little group up in their their upstairs hangout lounge and we got to see the end of the race and it was really cool to be honest like I was super bummed and everybody that was in the room watching it with me was super bummed because they had to drop out of their races as well but it was still really exciting you know to have an American woman and somebody who deserved it um like Des did you know it was it was it was really cool yeah and we we can't leave without letting the viewers or reminding the viewers that uh, you did get a chance for redemption 61 days later at grandma's and showed how fit you were before this race when you won that event in 224. Um, and I see some similarities in what you did there to maybe what a lot of viewers are feeling who would have been running Boston today and now have to wait. Uh, what, what would your advice be for someone? Cause it's not totally different. You know, they had this big goal and it got taken away from them uh, by forces out of, outside of their control, just like what happened to you. Um, so how did you come back and, and how did you refocus for, for another race? Um, you know, I think the biggest thing to remember is that all the training that you have done hasn't, didn't go to waste. You know, you still get to bank that training. It still goes into your bank of fitness and you can capitalize on it um, on your next go. So, you know, if that's in the fall, fantastic. You know, you'll have this great training block that you just did to carry in the fall. Um, and with the marathon, I think that a lot of, a lot of the time it's cumulative miles, cumulative work that leads to the big results. So, you know, just keep chipping away. Eventually something will pop up that we can run and hopefully it's a good day. Awesome. Well, thank you, Kellen. We really appreciate you rel reliving this for us and um, enjoy the rest of your day. If you want to watch this, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> maybe it'll bring back uh, maybe not good memories, but some memories. And uh, you've had a lot of good success since then. So hopefully, hopefully you've been able to put this behind you.
Yeah. Will you run Boston again? Yeah, I'm gonna run Boston again. I have to get some redemption. Um, you know, I wasn't ready for it last year, but you know, we'll see. Hopefully here one of these next couple of years. All right. Thanks, Kellen. Appreciate it. All right, thanks. Kick her off. I'm I'm kicking her off. I almost hit rename instead of remove. Um, okay, so that was that was cool. I don't think we've yeah. really ever dug into it th that much with her, and I didn't know that she saw the end at the fire. At the yeah, firehouse. no, I didn't. I don't think I knew that either. All I know about the firehouse is that Kyle was upset about how expensive the Uber ride was. <laughs> <laughs>